but next year it will cost more right. to have that same lifestyle. That's where that word maintain. So to maintain your lifestyle, you actually have to have more money to consume. This is Better Wealth with Caleb Williams. Welcome to another episode of Better Wealth. This is a new segment that we're rolling out from the front lines with Jeremy. Uh, and if you don't know, or if that doesn't make any sense, go back and listen to Jeremy's story because it's very relevant. And you're also truly on the front lines every single day with people. Um, and today's episode, we're gonna talk about inflation. And I, and I think big picture, when people think of inflation, they're like, okay, yeah, over time, our dollars are getting less valuable or things are getting more expensive. But I think we drop the ball big time, big time when it comes to planning, when it comes to actually creating strategies and when it comes to for accounting for. And I also want to just make a disclaimer. Um, episode uh, 113, you and I talked a little bit about a model and we talked about this concept of an ever increasing standard of living. Yeah. And this is an example of how easy it is to mess this up is we messed up on that episode because it's really, we, we talked about the model getting more and more expensive and we needed accounted for that, but we really should have said the word maintain. Your standard of living is not increasing, although it is, right. but your main, it's just to maintain your current standard of living now. So without going on a high horse on the subject, <laughs> let me hand it over to you. Uh, I'm really excited about this, by the way, because uh, this is this is something that I've learned a lot in just working with you and working with other people on our team. Yeah, absolutely. So um, actually, would you kind of just define uh, inflation so that we start with a because obviously language is important. here, yeah. Right. So, <laughs> so let's make sure we're all on the same page with inflation. The definition of inflation is a general increase in prices and fall in the purchasing value of money. Right. So a devaluation of the currency. Yeah. OK. Which in part leads to how it's spent. Meaning that, um, well, for instance, I, I did this little test with my son one time. Um, I gave him a dollar and I said, uh, his name's Keegan. I said, Keegan, do you want to save this dollar? And he says, yeah. And I said, how long do you want to save this dollar for? He said, I want to save it for at least a year, dad. And I said, that's great. So I took the dollar from him and I ripped off 3% of it. And he looked at me, he's like, why did you rip the dollar? And I said, because that's good as, what it's going to be worth next year as far as purchasing power. It's still a dollar, but... When you think about it in terms of the, the mm. numbers, 97 cents is about the power. Now, that's yeah. historical, right? We say 3% inflation. There's, depending on what source you look, could be a little bit higher, could be a little bit less. But 3% is, is really a good number to start factoring for. Right. Okay. Right. So we've got to understand that if we are thinking, <clears throat> I'm going to have $100,000 in retirement or $50,000 or mm. whatever the number is, if it's not an ever increasing number, then I don't have the same purchasing power moving forward. So if I start a retirement period, and again, maybe not the greatest word here at yep. Better Wealth, but let's just use it. If I start a retirement period at let's just say 65 years old, and I live to 85 years old, that is a long time. Yep. That is a long time to account for 3%. We're actually gonna use th this thing that we call the model, and we're gonna show you based off of a 35 year old, what the at eighty thousand dollars a year of consumption mm. right and it's important that we understand consumption as what we are using yeah for, so for our lifestyle it's the you when it comes to taxes when it comes to you spending money 
you spend $80,000 a year and we can make an assumption that it costs $80,000 a year to live at your current lifestyle. At your current lifestyle, that's right. But next year it will cost more right. to have that same lifestyle. That's where that word maintain. So to maintain your lifestyle, you actually have to have more money to consume. Okay, so it gets really, really powerful if you start thinking about the length of time that this can happen. And we want to try to represent that for you here. Uh, so, before we jump in, Jeremy, I, yeah. I did. I actually did some uh, statistics just looking into like just an example of inflation. <laughs> I just want to share a couple that I think are just big. So 1960s, I'm not going to pretend that I was around back then, but not, not even close. Thanks to Google. Uh, you tell me if this is right. Uh, but the cost of a stamp was four cents. Well, that'd be nice. Four cents to send send something out. Uh, the cost what, of what is it now? I haven't even sent a. I it's like above fifty cents, isn't it? I believe it's it's. I have honestly have no clue. It's around fifty. I think. Use email. Yeah. Generally. Speaking. Um. And and so the cost of a new home is seventeen thousand two thousand uh, seventeen thousand two hundred. I even mess up the number because I'm like, there's no way a, a, a average house could be that cheap. <laughs> you can't go find a car for yeah. seventeen. Two. Well, right. You the can, way that my but... family shops, this is this could buy you a nice car. But um, and then so a a gallon of gasoline, thirty one cents. That'd be awesome. What my favorite one is a a burger at McDonald's, nineteen sixty, twenty one cents. Amazing. So it's just it's just very very interesting. Uh, actually, nineteen fifty, it was fifteen cents at McDonald's. Yeah. So it's just it's just that's an example of we look back and say, man, like that that was that would have been awesome. And things get more expensive. We could we could have a whole podcast on why that is. Sure. We're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk about why factoring. We need to factor this into your life. And so I'm well, going to actually yeah. Let's let's just think about the math. If ni 1950, that's 70 years ago. Yeah. Right. That is definitely within the statistical lifespan of the majority of people. So yeah. people that are listening to this yeah. could could have been alive at that time and and yeah. had had paid 15 cents for a hamburger. Well, I mean, it's and, insane. And and it's crazy because I, I can relate. It's like it, I look at some of these numbers that we're going to go through and I go, Jeremy, there's no way. Unsustainable. Can you imagine if we actually talked to somebody like we could go back and say, oh, a house like is actually going to cost like the same house code is going to cost half a million dollars. You're like, no way. Yeah. It's crazy. So I'm going to switch over to your your monitor, put us in the corner. And uh, so tell us what we're looking at here. And yeah, um, so everybody that's that's watching is getting a little bit of a behind the scenes view of people that enter into the Better Wealth Unlimited um, membership model that we have. Everybody gets this built for them. Um, mm. And but it's it's your model and we can manipulate it however you want. Again, this is a, a 35-year-old John Smith who makes $80,000 a year and just for our purposes here also consumes $80,000. So if I hold my mouse down here at, at this year, age 35, what the, the graph here, the green line is saying that he has a desired income of $80,000. Now it says desired very specifically because we get to choose what we consume. Right. We don't have to consume all that money, even though we have it. And in fact, we can make a really good case that you should probably be saving some of it. Yeah, right? big, uh, I could make a really good case, actually. Yeah. <laughs> and we know some great places to save it, by the way. So next year, what this graph is saying is that at 36 years old, he needs $82,400 to have the same, again, maintain that same lifestyle or purchasing power. Right. Mm. Remember, it's more money, but it's the same as yeah. the year before as yeah. far as lifestyle. So let this sink in. Let's transfer this. We'll just go out real quick. 
statistical, quote, retirement age, at least as it is right now. So to have an $80,000 a year lifestyle, 30 years from now, he needs $194,181 mm-hmm. to have the same purchasing power. So his lifestyle, what he is able to have and do and live and all those things has not changed, but the amount of money he needs has changed dramatically. And this is why we see people totally get crushed when they when they go through this because they go, you might be saving, let's just say you're saving 10% and your, your number's doing really good. And you might even say like, oh, you're going to have a million dollars at retirement, which seems like a lot of money at the time. But what is a million dollars actually going to be worth when you hit retirement? That's something that is we just have to like factor into this whole yeah. equation. And, and think of it as purchasing power. Right. Okay. A million dollars is not necessarily a million dollars. What is a million dollars allow me to purchase in yeah. terms of lifestyle and consumption? Yeah. yeah. So the, the last thing here I'll just point out is, look, we are just starting retirement. Yeah. Okay. Again, these are just standard statistical numbers. Right. Let's go out to 85 years old. Any guesses on what number is going to pop up? Kayla? I mean, I'm bad <laughs> at guessing. It would, it's probably over I was going to say 270. I'm way off. I'm way off. <laughs> so, so to ha- again, I'm going to say it again, to have the same purchasing power. Yeah. This, this John Smith would need, all right. Well, no, I won't say need, but what would consume yeah. $350,712 yeah. and 48 cents. And, and the reality is this, we're people like, we're not seeing this. Like people are like, Oh, re- people in retirement aren't doing this. And that's true because they, they haven't, they haven't done the proper savings or they don't have the proper strategy to help them. Even so, if they wanted to, there's not enough there right. to do it. So what we see is a massive gap, sure. a massive gap, an incredibly big gap when it comes to the money that you actually want or are, are used to living off of to the reality. Yep. And, and so, but let me play devil's advocate because I think this is why people really appreciate this show because we yeah. I really want to be fair and honest. So Absolutely. we are factoring a 3% inflation rate. Now the devil's devil's advocate here could say 3%, what if it was lower? And I think to be fair, we should just let's lower it to two. And I also then want to play the other side next because I think we've seen there's this, there's a, there's economic inflation but then there's also lifestyle inflation right so, so let's just stick with the same number then we'll go straight to 85 years old so this is profound one percent difference yeah we were just at three hundred and fifty thousand dollars now we're at 215 yeah which is still a lot of money correct it, it shows you that the principle that we're talking about is real and it now it's just the real question for you is what is that lifestyle inflation or I, I should actually say, what's the inflation rate or the cost of living adjustment? But then the playing the devil's advocate, what if we have a lifestyle inflation? What, what lifestyle inflation pretty much means is as you grow older, your desire to want nicer things also increases. Or there's this thing called kids that I don't know about, you know, I don't know, you know, there know nothing about. But I've heard <laughs> that they're expensive. Okay. Um, they become expensive. When you start off, they, they, pretty self-contained as long as mom's okay. around. <laughs> so this whole concept of, of lifestyle inflation, I'll use myself as an example. Buying a nice car is is a double-edged sword. Right. You have a nice car, but then even going back to a, 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 a like a new new car, but not the one that you're used to, might be a downgrade. Yeah. And so now you're used to living on this on this consumption level where, and, and it's, it's called Parkinson's Law, and that's a whole nother episode. Um, <laughs> But this is real, and I'm wondering if you have any examples of this. Um, well, I, uh, one story from the front line is I ha- I have people all the time say, Jeremy, 
3% is way too low. And I just simply go, what would you like me to make the inflation rate? And they say, well, I think six, easy. (laughs) And I just go, all right, if that's what you'd like to use for your model, I'm more than happy to let you use that for your model. And so we can come back over here to 85 years old. And that means that in order to have the same purchasing power that you do today, in $80,000 of consumption, in, at age 85, you would need $1.473 million to have the same standard of living at 6% inflation. And he's like, um, I actually think then, about yeah, three, and then they're like, 3%. You know, three, three sounds pretty good. Why don't we stick with three? Okay. But, but, but quite frankly, if you look at actual data, inflation's a lot higher than 3% because you have to factor in human. I mean, I'm telling you, humans mess up everything. Well, and, and, and let's talk about this real quick. When you talk about the human element here, is it easier to increase your standard of living or to decrease your standard of living after mama and the kids and everybody are happy and have the things that they have? The other thing is, when do you want to have this conversation? Because it literally is, do I want to choose to have the conversation now or do I want to choose to have the conversation later? We can also, you can say, Jeremy, I don't want to live off of that amount of money later on in life. And I can say, great, at 65, what would you like to live off of? Well, I only want to live off of 50% of that. That's great. So now your graph looks like this as far as what you're consuming. And I'm still going to show you that at 85, you're consuming $175,000 a year in income. And that's half. That's the, half. Wow. Wow. Half. This is powerful, you know, ladies and gentlemen. We, we have to account for things like this when we're considering what our money can do for us. And again, remember at Better Wealth, we are not, you know, beans and rice, rice and beans. Yeah. That, that's another guy. You guys can go listen to him on your own time. I wouldn't. But my point here is, is that if you steward money correctly as a tool and you use it to have the lifestyle that you want to live due to mission, vision, calling, whatever the case may be, again, our, our first principle is clarity and that's derived from purpose. We are responsible then to account for these types of things. Yeah. You may not like it. It might be difficult, but it's here. Yeah. Yeah. So b- big takeaways. I know that you kind of ended on a takeaway here, but we want to give hope. We want to help you under like we're, we're all about giving reality, but doing it in a hopeful way because there is a lot that we can do here, especially if you're 35, oh you my. might be, yeah. you might be 55 watching this. There's hope. And if, and if you're younger than 35, man, like time value of money is an incredible thing to yes. you know factor in. But it's like, what is the takeaway for the person listening to this that knows deep down, maybe they have something scheduled with you. Maybe they've already (laughs) gone through a meeting with a a better wealth coach, or maybe they're just like, they don't like what we found is so many people just don't want to face reality. Well, you can't move forward if you don't have the facts. Yeah. And let me give this one. If you are under 35 years old, then there's all sorts of power. Okay. Because you have this amazing thing called time. And we can run model after model after model and conservatively, conservatively, if you start doing the right things at a younger age, there's a greater likelihood of success, even as inflation happens, Mm. even as you increase your standard of living. So if you're watching this and you know somebody younger that would listen to it, send them this. Yeah, absolutely send them this because being younger is super powerful. And if you're older, the takeaway from this is, have you considered these things? And if you have, fantastic, check it, right? Be accountable to somebody for it because it's very easy to go, I want this or we're spending this money and forget that it has reverberations into later years of life. I love it, I love it. If you're watching this and you're like, I wanna learn more, you can go to betterwealth.com. We have a really cool assessment 
a really cool assessment that you will be able to factor this this equation. You'll get to put in your income and some other factors, and you can see um, if you are in balance or you're not. And it's a, it's a really good test, and it's kind of a teaser because people are like, they're, they're, the curiosity will want to want to see where you're at. So, anyways, go check that out. We appreciate the support of the show, Jeremy. Thank you again for another fire episode, and. Make sure to uh, subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you love. Thank you so much for listening to the Better Wealth Podcast. It would mean the world to me if you could hit subscribe, leave a review, and share this with the people that you know and love.